0: you're listening to the dpw podcast yeah woo! i'm your host caleb james oh fuck didn't even even consider a name for you one mini episode
1: missed and you're no
0: no you're not missing it what's what's the name from one of these fucking stories i
1: I missed one mini episode you're all out of whack
0: oh yeah that's right I forgot you weren't here I was on my own was so sad that was boring like having to do that by myself I'm just waiting for you to say something stupid for me to
1: <laughs> yeah
0: and I'm just sitting there looking Nitro was not helpful <laughs> like, he did not get on the mic I tried the one the only time he was probably quiet yeah <laughs> it's like come on yeah there's gonna be a fucking city name in the story which uh any of them (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: well the problem is you probably gonna have a hard time pronouncing any of them
0: true you know what i asked i I, because we're almost done i started reading uh, a couple things in the back you might you might actually want to check those out not necessarily like the first drafts or any of that stuff but it's got like
1: like um, unfinished thing th- and shit like that? Well, yeah, it's
0: got that, but it's got a whole thing about the uh, the age they're in. Okay. The Hyperbian Age or whatever he calls it. And that seems interesting. And I was reading about the uh, cities and the countries. So, like, you get to read about Samaria a little bit. Okay. That's only, like, two pages, but uh, I think... And there's a map. I, if you look at the map, it has a list of all the places on it. You know what? You're the, uh... Um, with me today. <laughs> I gotta do it the proper way. With me today is the uh, the guy formerly known as Spencer the Gunderman Gooch Church. <laughs> I think Gunderman was one of the places. If not, you're a Gunderman and a Gooch.
1: Yeah, what? Well, yeah, Which
0: is somehow gross, even though it should be the best part of a man. <laughs> because, like, what's above, it's gross. What's below, it's real gross. <laughs> so you think it would just be, like, a harmless, but it gets sticky.
1: Well, it's in a gross sandwich. It isn't a gross
0: sandwich, especially when you get older and your your area starts drooping down and getting extra saggy. Things go into places. Yeah, you got the uh the beans start spilling over into the uh <laughs> things and touch it, things that they never touched before. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Ew, that's gross. All right. Anyway, we need some Conan and talk. You got another podcast to go to. Me popular. Um we read three stories for this fancy uh edition, we read Zuthal of the Dusk, The Pool of the Black One, which...
1: (laughs) And Rogues in the House. Rogues in the House. That sounds like, you know, some kind of newer rap
0: song. Two out of these three stories were racist. Because Zuthal in the House is a slight on Asian folk. Because everyone was yellow with either slanted or moon-shaped eyes. And then the, the... the pool of the black ones, I mean
1: you can guess. Well, I mean even the third one, the main bad thing is like this is <sighs> But but it is like we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Let's just break it down.
0: Break it down, motherfucker. Getting into some cone. Alright. So the first story we read this week was Zuthal of the Dusk. Zuthal... that's a this was a novelette. Did not know that.
1: I say so it seemed a little bit longer. Yeah,
0: written in nineteen thirty three. The plot summary, Conan and his companion, Talia... I don't think that's how you say her name, but it is how I'm gonna say it. Conan and his companion, Natalia, discover the nearly abandoned city, Zuthal, in the desert, occupied only by a Stygian witch and a shadowy demon. Uh, before we go into the detail synopsis, I would just like to say, we are on full bimbo mode in the Conan saga oh, now. Oh, yeah. Every chick now is just a dumb bimbo. Uh-huh. Useless. Like, this chick useless 100% I think the one in the next
1: story she was, she was worse than the other island story where yeah. like, she just basically she draped off him so much that he might have been she might have been in clothes
0: yeah yeah she just she literally hung on him the whole time and it's muscly sinews
1: <laughs> broad <Bride laughs> shoulders
0: alright and also thick neck I'm gonna dig up Robert E. Howard and punch him in the skull <laughs> because he uses the fucking word lithe way too much now or leith or however you say it L-I-T-H-E describing women or what they use it like once a page and now it seems like i've noticed in these stories that's his go-to it's getting and then i'm sick of the fucking blue eyes man (laughs) and i don't know if you've noticed but conan has gone from tan skin to olive skin to now brown skin yeah so conan is darkening up of course he was in the desert for a period here um he's also in been inflicted with disgusting injuries that you feel like would leave more scars in the future Conan stories that they don't talk about.
1: No, but that's the tricky thing of figuring out when these stories take place within each other.
0: Right. Yeah, that's, uh, it's hard to break some of them down. And this time, we what did we have? We had Pirate Conan again? Did we, Wait, what was the- hold First
1: on. one was Desert.
0: First one was Refugee Conan. Yeah. Which was cool. Second
1: so, one was the island the, one, so
0: that's the Pirate, Pirate Conan. Pirate Conan, yes and the third one was rogue conan he, he like thiefish like i well he was a prisoner so yeah. prisoner conan yeah or maybe uh more applicable would be um, outlaw outlaw conan there you go like the way you think boy see i can't do that on my own when or- i'm sitting there stuttering by myself <laughs> i'm just like oh he he was uh, um 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 i don't have any way to just say a word so i'm just like he was a guy in a loincloth.
1: Or uh, a uh, uh, rogue. He was rogue cool Well, of course,
0: they're rogues. They're rogues rogue, in the house. Rogue also, you know, I'll get to that, too. Yeah. Which might be why this story isn't as racist as you think. The third story, not the one we're talking about. This one was hella racist. <laughs> <laughs> detailed synopsis. Synopsis. Detailed synopsis of Zuthal of the Dusk. Uh, I'm going to butcher every name in here, oh, so yeah, yeah. bear with me. The names have been getting weirder, too. Like, there's, now we went we went from, like, a lot of Greek-sounding names to just fuck I, all. I, just throw letters at, like, Middle Eastern-sounding names I and wouldn't stuff. I would
1: have to think, like, what his editors back then were just like, what? Dude, what the fuck is this? I don't like it, sir. Especially, like, back then, because it's not like, now, like, oh, that's a Greek, like, you can type it in, oh, this is, like, a Greek or Arabic, like, this thing, like, how are they gonna? They,
0: yeah. You're be, just
1: saying, making shit up.
0: Yeah, because, uh... H.P. Lovecraft for the most part other than like the cult not even so much the cult people just like the old ones had weird obvious like weird names like Cthulhu and stuff but everyone in the stories had normal names yeah. for the most part most of them are like New England type people anyway uh, and same with Edgar Allan Poe like he would have some French or German names but he also had normal names but these are I mean I get, I get it's fantasy but he got some weird names man.
1: Can can, can I get a gym somewhere? God damn microphone stand.
0: I'm going to burn the podcast studio to the ground and get the insurance money. Except for I don't have insurance because I rent. I had renter's insurance. And it was like 15 bucks a month. And then it lapsed and I just never got it again because what am I paying for? Like, who's to say what I had? Like, I would be like, yeah, I had a $3,000 podcast studio set up and it burnt. Did you really, sir? Uh, sure did.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Didn't have two shitty mics and a mixer. Mixer's the only thing valuable. <laughs> Back to Zuth all of the dusk. The last survivors of Prince Almeric's army, Conan and his latest female companion, Natalia, struggle through the desert. Just as their water runs out, they see a city in the distance. That was convenient. About to die. City in the middle of the desert. Lucky duckies. At first, it seems the whole city is devoid of life, finding only an apparently dead, woundless body on the steps. How? And these guys are just drug addicts, by the way, which I liked. We'll get to that in a second, but... I just like how you're supposed to be guarding the city and you're just in a drugged up stupor. However, a short while later, while Conan ponders how to get water from a nearby well, it was a very deep well, no bucket, why have it, I don't know. (laughs) Um, The corpse, quotation marks, the corpse leaps up and chases them to be promptly decapitated by Conan. He does a lot of murdering in these stories now. Now he's just straight up just... Killing everybody. Just straight up, um, I mean, you could just say murder co- murdering Conan's the main Conan. What's
1: the key, uh, we've talked about it before? But just uh, what's the what's the word that he always uses when he's like when he bludgeons somebody in the head? It's not bludgeon, but it's like um, cleaved. Yes, does a lot of cleaving. <laughs> yeah,
0: I haven't seen a lot of bludgeoning. I don't think he used the word bludgeon at all. Hmm, that seems like a good word he should use. A lot of crack skull cracking. All right, uh. Ba-de-ba-de. Searching for food and water, Conan and Natalia find multiple signs of recent life. Eventually, come across a table richly laid out with food, which they
1: hesitantly eat. Not Conan. Conan went full hog in that vein. He goes.
0: He always goes full hog. He's like a fucking Super Saiyan when it comes to that. <laughs> like, he just blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I thought that. I mean, I get it. They're fucking starving to death almost and, you know, dehydrated, so they're going to eat it. But at least I like that they're like, well, I don't know. It's a little weird. This is some, uh,. Three... Well, not three little pigs. What uh, Three bears. Goldilocks. Oh, yeah. Some of that shit. Like, oh, this food's just set out. I, I should probably just eat it, right? Yeah. I don't know. It might be a bad move. But they ate it, and they were fine. And the reason for this is really stupid. <laughs> uh, let's see. Soon they come... Oh, I that. As they watch, the man seems to be consumed by a black shadow. Nope. No, too, too far. far. <laughs> Soon they come across another apparently dead man lying on a dais. They all have, like, these thrones they just sleep in. As they watch... The man seems to be consumed by a black shadow, terrifying Natalia, because she's fucking useless and just... <laughs> why didn't he just let her get eaten or die later on when she gets, like, kidnapped? he just do it. Most of Conan's problems are by the ladies.
1: But he... Eh, he some of them, right? He needed companionship. I
0: guess. He's a barbarian. He like he always calls them wenches. Well, well I'm... A lot of sexism here.
1: When I say companionship, but, I don't... <laughs> I he, think he, you know what I
0: mean. Some bludgeoning <laughs> in <it? The laughs> nether regions later they come across a third man but this time he is awake and asks them where they are from he thinks conan is but a dream and is shocked to find that he is all too real conan tells him of the strange shadow whereupon the other man runs away screaming only to be consumed himself that was also stupid but again this guy was all kind of drugged up everyone's drugged they're just on drugs is what this happened what happens in this fucking big kingdom so i don't know how anything gets accomplished
1: well they, ha- nothing. <laughs> well, they have
0: like amazing science that allows them to have like elixirs of life and food and all this shit, but they're also just always drugged up and passed out somewhere. Very uh, poor way to... Well, their society's actually down to only a couple hundred people, right? From yeah. thousands because, again, drugs. Drugs are bad, well- okay?
1: more of being eaten by the monster well the
0: monster does not help there's a demon monster (laughs) running loose let's see if we'll get to that As Conan and Taya consider escaping the city as you would (laughs) they encounter Thalys the Stygian she describes how the city of Zuthal was the last remnant of a once great civilization they used to be incredible scientists creating the light producing radium and food manufactured out of the primal elements but now spend most of their time in a drug induced haze I guess when you get bored of creating shit you just drug up Turn- Thallus also mentions a marvelous healing wine, which can restore vitality, cure wounds, and prolong life. She, They should have bottled a shitload of that Where up before even they left. I don't know. She tells Conan how the people of Zuthal live only for pleasure. Their lust, the only reason they rescued her from starvation. Thallus then urges Conan to stay with her and become king, as she has become infatuated with the barbarian, as you <laughs> would. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Because everyone else is just on drugs and probably limp-dicked and Here's Conan all vitalitized. See,
1: I didn't say it so much as them on drugs, I thought like didn't the 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 creature like have some kind of hold on them? Like No,
0: nothing? no, no, no. They all took uh they hold on. Conan declines her offer, whereupon Dallas kidnaps her rival for affections and whatever. Um No, what it was was they had because they just de- he described it. I forget if it was like one of them Lotus things, like grey lotus or yeah. something or other, but they have some kind of drug and it, whenever they take it, they just go into like this crazy dream world they live in. And so they're always just passed out on this drug. And then every once in a while, they'll awake and try to do some random shit. Like that's why that meal was there. Somebody woke up, made this big feast, and then we're just like, you know what? I'm not on enough drugs. And then just went back in a drug and.
1: They must have misread that because I was. Yeah, I the thought...
0: shadow monster, he just randomly goes around and eats them. But for the most part, they're See, just. See, I,
1: in... I thought he had something to do with them in their sleep state. I thought he, like, you know.
0: No, I don't think so. I think they just. Uh, probably because there's a giant monster going around eating them. And they just. Yeah, because it says. Uh, that lady, she didn't know if uh they built the town around the monster or yeah. if the monster just like came up when they built the town. Like nobody oh. nobody really knows. Thallus drags Natalia along a dark corridor when where Natalia tries to stab her attacker so she almost was useful, but then she just dropped the dagger like a bitch. <laughs> she doesn't manage to kill her, but does at least escape her grasp, if only briefly. Or did she cut she cut her in the side? Yeah, she did. Yeah. She like she stuck her, but it didn't it was weak. Yeah, Thalos finds a light and recaptures the Brythunian, binding and sadistically whipping her. And this girl was like a slave girl or something too, wasn't yeah. she? Because she used to always get whipped. And then I, I want to say she was also like a princess who got kidnapped or something, and then she hooked up with Conan somehow. I forget. Wasn't important. However, Thalos is then consumed by the shadowy demon. Which wasn't as cool as you think it would be. Like, I was a little. Di- I wanted some grossness to that, but there was none.
1: There's like a wee, like a weird frog looking guy.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, he was weird looking, but I mean, like, when she got eaten. No. Like, she's such a bitch. I really wanted her to get her comeuppance and didn't get anything. The creature then turns its attention on the helpless Natalia, apparently seeking to rape her. I did not get that. Yeah. I did not get the demon rape part. I must have overread or something. <laughs> I must have skipped that one. Yeah, I didn't. I and mean, she was, like, tied up, but. Makes sense now. When it
1: comes to, like... the Well, she was nude, too, right? When she was getting whipped?
0: Yeah, they're always nude. They're all fucking naked. Yeah, and she was another fair, scared lass, baking in the desert.
1: And, like, uh... You know, no problem just, you know, (laughs) walking around... Yeah. ...with your bits hanging out. Again,
0: in the desert areas, like, that's... Sand. Sand sand. is everywhere, man. No. Anyway, while she was getting...
1: On the sunburn?
0: Getting ready... (laughs) When she's getting ready for the diddling, uh, Conan finds himself beset upon the large numbers of male citizens, all of whom he dispatches systematically. Yeah, everybody just woke up at once and tried to attack Conan, and he just, and you know, because they're all drugged up still, he just fucking murders See, everybody. I think
1: that's why I felt like the creature had something to do, because I thought like the creature yeah. like, was kind of like sending them to to him.
0: No, I just, I don't know, I don't remember why they all just woke up, but they did. Plot device. <laughs> These warriors are no match for Conan despite their numbers, but are at least brave, throwing themselves into battle despite their near-invincible opponent. He races through the corridors, but stops in surprise when he spies a yellow-skinned woman who quickly triggers a pit trap that Conan falls through, landing in front of Thog, that's the demon, just in time to halt the demon's disturbing advances towards Natalia. Thog proves a problematic enemy, but Conan does at least manage to knock the monster into a chasm. Uh, I thought it was a well. I thought he said it was like more like a well, maybe it was a chasm. Mm-hmm. Two things he's not saying. one, he battled in like total darkness, yeah. so he could barely see this thing like the, for just, the most part, this was all in the dark,
1: and yeah, he was just going he's just basically swinging,
0: yeah, and the other thing, which they always managed to leave out when I said this was racist, like throughout the thing, the people of this town other than that the bitch lady from what is she stygian or something, they're all yellow skinned or very yellow skinned. <laughs> all have slanted eyes or moon-shaped eyes but he did say they were taller but he pretty much alludes that they're asian folk i would actually say now that i think about it maybe while he was writing this he was um and i might be at you know 2020 lens i might be just throwing shit that's not there into this but i kind of feel like maybe this had something to do with like opium like not in the story like opium but it's supposed to represent opium because yeah. the like China and stuff with the opium crisis they had way back when so i could imagine like he got the idea of Asians on opium always passed out from can, like the opium dens that yeah, used to be around back I can see then that. yeah like that that be that's just where i'm i mean maybe it'll say but, in the back of the book where he got his you ideas you know what, what
1: they also forget to mention is just like how the the the, the bad lady Just happened to be like, oh, like a day's walk south from here. Oh, yeah, she told him where, like, you know, like, she she told him
0: there's another city just south of there, like a day's walk that they can go to and they'll be all right. And, uh, the ending of this particular story, mortally wounded from the battle with Thog, this is the closest Conan ever comes to death, mind you. Conan is miraculously revived by Natalia. She has that, uh, the golden wine. She feeds him a glass of the golden wine, Thalus mentioned earlier, which cures all the barbarian's wounds. Must be nice. Yeah. Together, they escape Zuthal and head for a nearby oasis. Natalia humorously blames Conan for having aroused Thalus' lustful personality. Conan responds playfully about women's jealousy, and that's how it ends with some sexism.
1: So, <laughs> d- Um, did you also think It mighty fucked up that, like, Conan chugs that whole thing to make him better, but- None for her? Yeah, her back's all fucked up and shit.
0: Well, again, why couldn't they just, like, you know, take more? He killed most of the people in there. Yeah. And he stabbed the fuck out of the monster. Like, he could've- You figure Conan would just ransack the whole place, right? Or just live there. I mean, just kill everybody. They're all mostly drugged up anyway. I don't know. That seemed to go against Conan's uh, inner Conan barbarianism. Up next, The Pool of the Black One. This was a a unique story. Ooh, wait a minute. They have a picture of his love interest from either the story in the old... This looks like... Uh, no, this is from the Weird Tales. They had a comic-looking thing. and she, The lady looks like an Asian, his love interest. Oh, yeah. Of course, that's, that could just be how they drew, drew her. They didn't really mention any uh Asianness to her, but Uh, let's see. Conan makes himself the captain of a pirate vessel and travels to a remote island with a mysterious pool that has powers of transmutilation. Transmutation. There's a lot more to that. He doesn't just become a pirate captain. Yeah, Yeah,
1: first of all, he just happens to swim up on this boat that's out in the ocean. Yeah. Conan climbs aboard
0: the pirate vessel, the Wastro, awakening a lady, Sancha, who is lounging on the deck. Uh, there's a lot of poop deck on this, I think. Um, yeah. (laughs) He was escaping an island or a city or something, I forget what it was, and then he was just rowing a shitty leaky boat across the ocean, because that's what you do, and he had to kept like bailing himself out because the boat kept sinking, and then he sees a pirate ship and just fucks fuck that boat, jumps off into the ocean, swims to the that's, pirate ship, and just climbs
1: up. That's filled with sharks.
0: Yeah. the The captain was like, that was shark-filled water. Mm-hmm. And then Conan is unusually nice. For, like, the whole beginning of this. Because, like, the guy, the captain automatically just wants to hate him. Because he's all buff and sexy and stuff, I guess. And, uh, Conan is just, like, real nice and smiley and almost, like, cheeky, if you will. Like, he's just, he comes across almost, uh, like, there's something there. But the guy can't put his finger on it. He's like, is this guy deceiving me? Like, what's what's his deal? Why is he so happy? (laughs) Just had to swim across the ocean, so.
1: At first, I thought this was going to be the, um. The guy from the last pirate story. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, he knew that guy. Like, you know, whenever he showed up and, like, bing, and, you know, and they had that argument on the beach before. You right. Know, uh, I thought that was him. But, uh, must not have been.
0: No. So, Conan climbs up on deck. He right. is confronted by the captain, Zapparavo, and admits to fleeing the outlaw encampment, Tortage, in the Barachan Islands. I didn't... One thing I didn't like about the story is that Throughout the whole thing, they kept referring to Conan as the Barachan. Yeah. Like, they also called him, called him Conan and called him the Sumerian, but in a lot of, like, the dialogue and stuff, it, like, said the Barachin. That was weird.
1: Yes, yeah, like, Barbarian and Sumerian, like, mixed together. Yeah.
0: But, like, I don't know why they kept calling him the Barachan, because he was not from there. He just had... That's where he fled from. So, I don't know why uh, Howard chose to, like... Like, after... Conan tells everybody he's a Samarian and stuff. You think, okay, you just go back to being Conan the Samarian, not the Barachian. So that was weird. Weird choice. Uh, Conan talks his way into a position on the boat and quickly gains the acceptance of the crew after he lays out a sailor who tries to confront him. They tried to give him a little ribbing, a little uh, hazing, and the biggest, burliest dude there was like, oh, I'll, make, I'll break this new guy in, and apparently their hazing is beating you almost to death. Well, uh, Conan just immediately punched this dude in the face so hard, he broke his jaw and killed him. And then they just threw him overboard.
1: Like, I I was getting the feel of almost, it was almost kind of like a gang. Like, you know, you get get jumped in, kind of.
0: Yeah. Except for Conan just immediately killed the guy with one punch, and then they, uh, everyone else was fine with that afterwards. They're like, we're not gonna, nope, nobody's gonna fight you, buddy. Uh, we're just going to go ahead and you're you're in. Yeah. And then he becomes like a great hope on the ship. Yeah, he works twice as hard as everybody else and all this stuff, and he's stronger than, bigger than everybody. Um, over time, Conan becomes a popular and influential leader of the crew and attracts the attentions of Sancha, who has been growing tired of Zaparavu. He seems to be withdrawn and sends the, the ship deeper into uncharted territory, looking for an island mentioned in the Book of Skelos, which he doesn't tell anybody about. They don't know yeah. where this dude's going. They're just all like, are we going to go die? Like, why is he just sailing off into nothing? Eventually, they do find an island, and while the men gorge themselves on fruit from the island, Zipporov goes alone into the forest. Conan secret, And through the whole time, you immediately know how this is going to end for the, the captain. And, and the crew. And, yeah, but you already know that Conan's going to fucking take shit over, like, from the get-go. Conan secretly follows, and a curious Sancha comes after. Because, you know, stupid lady got to just put her... And she was butt-ass naked, by the way. Like she, The captain told her to stay on the boat and she was hot, so she took all her clothes off and swam to the island or whatever she did, and now she's going through a fucking giant forest and or a jungle naked. So she, She's naked through this whole thing, which is ridiculous when you, like, yeah. stuff that happens. After a short time, Sansa comes across the body of Zaporovo, a gaping hole on his chest, and screams for Conan in terror. Because who do you think did
1: that? Yeah. Well, then this is, like, one of the few times, normally it's, like, Conan kinda is like, doesn't let stuff happen to him, but like he deals with it as it comes to him. Yeah. This time he like actually was like, I'm gonna take
0: this fucker out. He planned it. He's gonna get his boat. That's what I said from the very beginning of the story. He's planning on taking over the ship.
1: Conan on a boat! Boat bitches!
0: Boats and hoes! Boats and hoes! Or just dirty pirate guys. (laughs) One hoe. Just one hoe. Coming in, and she was also, like, another slave girl. She was kidnapped by the pirate guy or sold to him. I forget what it was. Yeah. It was a little weird. I guess he uh, forcefully sexed her up until eventually she started liking it. That was a little icky the way he talked about that. It's like, I guess she, uh, Stockholm Syndrome maybe.
1: Definitely, yeah. That's because when she found like.
0: the guy's body, she didn't feel bad, but a part of her, I forget if she felt said she felt like she kind of lost, like, not a loved one, but it was, like, something...
1: Though, I think, though, too, I think, like, that probably, like, I think that guy, um, probably cheated her better than, like, some of, like, the other chicks in past stories have gotten Well, treated. I don't know,
0: because it said he ruthlessly beat her a lot. Oh. Mm. Yeah, he whipped her and beat her all the time. And that's why when she, uh, jumped off the boat all naked and shit to swim to the island, she was, she was like, I don't care if I get a horrible whipping out of this, yeah. I'm gonna go do it, I'm curious. She said she would take it. Yeah, so he, he was a bastard, too. Um, Conan had seen Zaparvo enter the woods. Conan followed, intending on challenging the captain as leader. Something he was unable to do in public, because then it'd be a mutiny. After a brief but savage battle, Conan kills Zaparvo, but as he clears his blade, sees an unnaturally tall black from... God oh, damn it. Here we go. That's where it starts. So after a brief uh, and savage battle, Conan... Okay, Conan cleans his blade and sees an unnaturally tall black form carrying a weight figure race through the trees. Curious, he follows and finds a green forest. He enters the, court, the courtyard and chooses a tower to climb. When he reaches the balcony, which overlooks several separated courtyards, he sees a cluster of the giant black naked figures crouched around a pool in one of the courts. Uh, and, th- and these are like really, really tall dudes. In the center of the pool, the youngest sailor on the wastrel crouched in terror, having wandered too far and snatched by one of the black men. One of the creatures begins to play a mute sound on a set of pipes, which causes the boy to begin a convoluted, twitching dance. See, I didn't get that. I thought that he shot him with a dart or something. I didn't realize he was just playing, like, an instrument.
1: Oh, no, yeah, I didn't pick that up either. Yeah,
0: I thought he shot him with, like, a dart and he was drugged. So I guess the kid just the tune. you know, he's too white to... No rhythm. know <laughs> how that goes. <guy laughs> fucks, fucks himself up. Hate it when it happens. And yeah, it happens to the best of us. And then the boy is thrust entirely into, entirely into the pool. Which, did he even fucking talk about the pool? There's a giant pool that's super green in the middle of this courtyard. And he uh, threw the kid in. Conan ducks away to avoid being seen. And when he looks back, the creatures are filing out. But the boy is not present. After a few moments, Conan races down to the pool, only stopping to observe shells with dolls stacked on them. He finds the pool, but can see to the bottom, and the boy is not there. And it's, like, unfathomably deep. Like, this is the deepest thing ever, but he can see the bottom, and it weirds him out. Realization dawns on Conan when he recalls seeing one of the figures place something on the shelf as they left. I immediately knew what was happening. Once they talked about the dolls, it's like, oh, I bet these guys are turning everybody into these little dolls for no reason. And that's what happened.
1: Again, did, um... I zoned out for a second. Did he mention about um, all the all the other crewmen sleeping? Just thinking, like, eating the fruit and...
0: Probably going to talk about that okay. in this part. But, yeah, all the crewmen, the fruit they ate, they, it made them just, like, go unconscious. It was like a, and, it was and- like the, how they said the Black Lotus made you, in the previous story, knocked you out. This did, like, a similar thing.
1: And, obviously, Conan had none. He but, had no cause fruit. Because he's smart. Yeah.
0: The girl did not, either.
1: Well, she wasn't allowed to. She wasn't on the boat.
0: Yeah, she was on the boat. Sancho scream, tears Conan. Oh, yeah, because when she goes there, she's like, why is nobody greeting me or nobody coming up? And she sees all the guys sleeping. like, why are they so fucking tired? And then he knows they're all holding the fruit and she she didn't put two and two together and she just goes butt-ass naked in the jungle following Conan or something. Sancho scream, tears Conan away and he races up a ledge for a better view. He spies a black creature carrying Sancho to the pool courtyard. And I would like to say that the racism in here does... Get kind of unracist because you you he later describes that these aren't black men; yeah. they are actually creatures. These are like alien-looking fucking things. Yeah. And if you look on the cover of the Conan collection, that's one of them. Yeah. That, that's the scene from this story. So they're not actually black men; they're just big black monsters, which is a fucking
1: <laughs>
0: every monster. In these stories happens to be big and black, so... And ape-like. Ape-like, and they always are taking the ladies. So, I don't think Mr. Howard had the best... Maybe he was
1: just a big fan of um, uh, King Kong. I thought King Kong came out in the 30s as well. Maybe. I I thought, like, the old one was, like, in, like, the early, like, the stop-motion one. But I
0: thought King Kong was, like, a racist thing.
1: Probably. Yeah, probably. I mean, big, giant gorilla
0: thing snatches a woman. Like, I thought that... Fucking... History in this country is fucked up. Yep. Alright, anyway. um, So, Spies the Black Teacher. So, one of the black monsters takes uh, Sansa to the pool and is going to do to her what it did to the, the kid, who was also butt naked. I guess they always have to be naked. He ambushes, Conan ambushes the creature and kills it, which is like a giant monster thing. You thought it would be like a fight, and he just like stabs it in the thigh or something, and it just dies. Like in the groin. Yeah, right like in stabbed the Stabbed in the dick, yeah. <laughs> right in the dick. Okay, that does make sense. You stab a monster in the his big black dingus, <laughs> and he goes out. Makes sense. I would assume they have genitals. I mean, that would suck if you were that big and you'd have no genitals. But Conan barely has time to catch his breath before more creatures approach, each carrying an unconscious crew member. Conan quickly tosses the body into the pool and watches as it shrinks into the size of a doll. He then grabs- What if you just stuck your, your hand in it? <laughs> if you want to punish somebody, you just stick their wiener in it.
1: Take my strong hand. Yeah. That would suck.
0: Anyway, he then grabs Sancha and they flee to cover in a balcony alcove. The creatures drop the crewmen outside the courtyard, then all go in to hear one play tunes on his pipes. One of the monsters plays his damn pipe again. Conan and Sancho quietly sneak towards the unconscious crewman, and they realize the fruit they have been eating- had been drugged. I don't think it was drugged fruit. It was just the fruit was a drug. It's not like they yeah. went out and drugged all the fruit, expecting somebody yeah. to come eat it. The fruit the, was just
1: the, the, like that. The properties of the fruit.
0: Yeah, it's dumb phrasing. Conan tells Sancho to wake the crewmen while he distracts the creatures. He sneaks into the cu- courtyard where the creatures sit transfixed, and in a burst of savage energy, clubs three to, three to death before they even know it happened. Fleeing through another alcove. And I couldn't really quite picture what this place looked like. I, I like – the way I thought of it was almost like ruins, like some kind of outdoor right. ruins or maybe like a kingdom but like the outer part, like you know the surrounding area, like a court – I guess like a big courtyard or like maybe like a coliseum kind of style because mm-hmm. it, it didn't really mention anything about uh, like the inside of anything. Like it didn't talk about like any kind of castle or something. That's it? What the hell? They, I guess they didn't fuck finish this story. Uh, Well, I'll finish it for you, folks. What ends up happening here is, see, see, what happens is, yeah, yeah, yeah. the uh, Conan gets all the monsters to chase him.
1: There's which a, there's a was, lot of them, too. Which I thought was kind of cool. It was like, look, you wake them up, I'm going to have them chase me down. Yeah,
0: and <laughs> then when the co- crewmen come together, send them to help kill these things. Well, they're chasing him, and he's trying to get them to just go in circles and shit, and... Uh, Kind of a comical scene. But then Conan goes through one place, and he's like, oh, fuck, I'm trapped. He just goes into, like, a corner. He's, like, trapped. And then they kind of surround him or half surround him. He's, like, got the wall. And then just this big melee ensues. He starts fucking them up, and they're fucking him up. And then all the crewmen just blast in, and they're all still drugged up. So they don't even know what they're doing. They just know they have swords, so they just start chopping. Yeah. And uh, most of them die horrific yeah, deaths. There's, there's not many left. Heads crushed. Heads crushed. Brains coming out, uh, ears ripped off, arms ripped off, guts. What story did Conan get his ear ripped off? Was it this one? No,
1: he has half of his ear ripped off. Is it maybe, that- maybe it was in the last one and it got healed with the uh, elixir? Maybe. No, 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 no. This was like a
0: permanent injury. Hmm. I thought it was this one. I thought he piled on him and he got his ear torn off. Because at one point, one of the black creatures falls on him and the other ones are just mauling the fuck out of him. But they're killing the creature, not him, because it was on top of him. They they go on a big murder and spree, and then eventually everybody, which is not a lot of them, of course the chick lives. So it's him, Sancha, and a couple crewmen like just hightail it out of there, fucking go to the boat as quick as possible because the water that it was there's it didn't say this in the synopsis here. The tallest, I'm just gonna say blackest, <laughs> because that seems to be the case uh, of the monsters who had. What the fuck was he wearing, like a dashiki or in a crown or something? Like some some kind of like African-style garb, I think. He uh, was the only one remaining. He was like the chief or the king or whatever of these things. And then somehow he gets like the black pool to rise up, and then the water attacks him. Like the green water that turns into a doll yeah. is just falling him through the jungle and shit. And they're all running like, ah! And it's like this big chase scene. And then it goes into the ocean, and it's falling him in the ocean. And like, oh, we got to get on the boat! And they get on the boat just in time for the like the water not to get them and then they fucking haul ass out of there uh, so that's how that story ended it was uh that was pretty good well, you know what forgot to do our uh our you know rating system here oh. Zuthal of the dusk I give a th- I give a, a th- see that's hard because I liked it but I'll give it a 3.5 I was
1: thinking like yeah like three three and a half yeah
0: yeah I, I like that story but the ending was a little stupid
1: uh this story i would give i would I give a sure. four 3.5 three. or a four i think closer to a three
0: i that like i like the, I, I the chasing yeah and i thought that was cool because it actually kind of for a, at least for a moment made you go oh shit you know how they're gonna it was one of the few stories that conan stories are always like oh maybe they're not gonna escape i mean you know conan does but the next story, the final story of this week, Rogues in the Isles. This one you said you listened to. You didn't have time to actually Yeah, read. I
1: didn't exactly. I, I, I started, I made it to, like, the first part, like, the first, like, mm-hmm. part one, and then, like, that was, like, last night, and I was like, there's no way I'm going to have time to finish this with being at work yeah. and stuff like that, so I was like, I just listened to it before. Well,
0: I'm interested if you cut the same things I did then. We'll see. So, Conan is drawn into a feud between a priest and a nobleman in Corinthia and ends up trapped in a house and hunted by a beast. Uh, This story, I give a three. It was... uh, I didn't like the whole... I mean, I get it was the thing of civilization again, and and Conan's the only trustworthy one because he openly admits he murders and stuff, but it's like the old uh, Greek or Roman betrayals kind of deal. Like, it's a bunch of noblemen and priests and all this shit that are betraying each other. When the Red Priest Nabonidus... Nabonidus, I'm going to say Nabonidus, sounds better. When the red priest Nabonidus smugly delivers a human ear to the Corinthian aristocrat prince Murilo, the young man gets the hint and begins to plot how to take out the priest before the priest gets to him. I don't know if I just wasn't interested, but I didn't understand why the dude was holding an ear yeah. in like a gold box. I I completely just like fucking phased out of that part of the pre- the. Red priest said it in the ear,
1: like somebody else's, like random dude's ear. Yeah,
0: I was. Just, I thought it was his ear. I was like, did they cut off his ear and he's holding his like a uh, you know uh, revenge, like to keep mm-hmm. him angry? But I guess it was somebody else's ear. He visits an imprisoned Conan who was captured after killing a priest of Anu who had ordered the hanging of a Gunderman companion of the barbarians. Hey, see, Gunderman was a place. I was right. Oh,
1: okay, good, good, like, good. You
0: know, from I don't know what country it is, Gundermania or something, but Gunderman. You could be a Gunderman. So Murillo, having bribed the guard, offers Conan his freedom if he kills Nabonidus. And the Sumerian agrees, but asks for a full meal first. What did Conan do to get in that jail? He, uh... I know he killed some people or something, but I forget
1: what he did. Did they really get into it? I thought they mentioned it. I, like, I think he was just like... There was like some like a like a like a fight like a war like kind of thing, and I think he was like the prisoner or something.
0: Maybe I forget what it was. It, it wasn't odd. important to the story. It
1: seems odd because you prison Conan. And-
0: yeah, uh, it it wasn't important to the story, but they they did I think mentioned it, but whatever. Yeah, so Conan he agrees to help the guy if he gets a meal. So pretty easy. Yeah. It's like yeah, I'll do whatever. Give me a meal and let me out of this fucking joint. And we'll see what we can do here. Murillo returns to his house, but is horrified to learn that the bribed guard, Athicus, has been arrested, and Conan remains in his cell. So, oh, his plot's already fucked up. He doesn't have to go kill this priest himself, which he should have did from the beginning. Imagining that his plot has been discovered, he decides to slay Nebonidus himself and scales the wall to the priest's home. Once inside the garden he finds the remains of the guard dog he is expecting to fight and when he gets in the house discovers it has been torn apart and the body of Nabonidus's servant lies dead. Uh the guard was this giant monster dog and it's fucking fanged to death, something chewed it. And then his servant was this real tall gangly dude and his neck was broken almost backwards. And he was smiling though, his corpse was smiling. So that was cool. Creepy creepy this house the whole house is creepy i like i I did like the creepiness of this house prince marillo then finds the priest sitting in his chair but as he creeps closer the figure suddenly stands and faces the young aristocrat who drops the sword and lets out a single cry before silence falls again on the house i like that scene too because he's sneaking up on him he's like oh why isn't this guy moving and he's wearing his clothes but you know it's not really him is it or is he a demon a werewolf who knows Back in his cell, Conan hungrily devours his platter of food and ale, unaware that Athicus is being arrested for corruption unrelated to his deal with Marillo. When the new jailer makes his rounds, he discovers Conan's cell unlocked, the barbarian himself unchained and working his way through a leg of beef. He's just fucking gnawing on a giant bone. No care in the world.